It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Okay, Albie, let's get right to it. Let's get right to business. So, um, earlier today, right before my show, as a matter of fact, which kind of, uh, my radio show, which kind of guided me. By the way, uh, does our friend who we saw tonight, who we were talking to, they, they listen to the podcast, right? Occasionally. I don't know if they're, like, all the time listeners. She asked me, these are our friends, they live in a town mm-hmm. next to us, they're a great couple, with great kids. She said, what do you do exactly, um... Um, your job today and I said oh yeah I'm on the radio on WTIC it's the midday show in Connecticut and she said yeah you didn't you used to be in the media I thought that's painful obviously to hear but or didn't you <laughs> used to be in journalism and uh, well I was in journalism I guess when right, I worked were, for the newspaper there's no doubt you're the editorial can, page editor of the Boston Herald get... and the editor of the Lowell Sun and the Lawrence uh, no not Lawrence um what was the other thing you were editor of out in Western Mass? Fitchburg, Central Mass, I guess. Right, and a couple of others. Don't want to be yelled at by anybody in, like, Worcester who can, says that they're not Western Mass. Can I, uh, you know, it, 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 I understand all of our friends have their own lives. Mm-hmm. But I want to be treated like more of a celebrity. Mm-hmm. Did I hear somebody on the radio today actually asking you about being the great and powerful Tom? Yes, when that's you were right. talking about being the great and powerful Tom. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, somebody, a Michael Graham fan, Mike in the truck, who used to call all the time for Michael Graham. I had forgotten it, but then he jarred my memory. That's right. So there's one. There you there, go. I need contemporaries around uh, here and up the street. I think that our friend up the street, mm-hmm. our two friends. Yes. And our two friends, one of whom was at, today at karate. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to feel more famous. I think there are quite a few people in some of the circles I hang around in, like Republicans, who feel that, who to whom being the great and powerful Tom is still a thing. Yeah, but that was just 10 years ago was this gig. I know. I want more than tell ten. The, tell your friends more than to be, ten now. That ended at the end of 2012, so it's like yeah. almost 11 years. Tell now more people to be awkwardly bit. standoffish and in awe of me. You <sighs> know what the problem is? Is that everybody has their lives now, and everybody's too busy, and nobody's got amplitude modulation. True, the AM thing is tough. Well, on no, people. I shouldn't say well, nobody. Paper, uh, actually, paper down in Connecticut, we were. That was very. That was very. You tough. have fans come to your stuff in Connecticut. That's for sure. That's right. They bring you cannons. Yes, that was great. Thank you again, by the way, for that. Cannons and all sorts of wonderful things. But I do, yeah, okay. And eggnog. You'll be seeing some of those fans in Connecticut. If you feel that Tom's really famous and you cannot wait to meet him in person, he's going to be in Connecticut multiple days. Don't be standoffish. Don't worry about it. I was a fan, too. I'll sign anything. (laughs) If an attractive woman asked me to sign, like, her bra. Sure, honey, go for it. No, no, I'm... I'm not asking you permission. There's no, obviously, oh. I'm doing that. Oh. There's no freaking doubt. 
But let me tell you Sorry. one thing. You'll be there in real time because I will be showing you that this thing is happening and how cool I am and that I've hit my apex. And then I'm going to walk into traffic and get hit by a truck and then I'm going to say goodbye. You're going to go out on a high note? That is absolutely. Oh, it's highly unlikely that that's going to happen, though. I wouldn't think it's going to. I don't even think people sign bras anymore. Don't they? Isn't it like, aren't you supposed to sign like the actual like boob? Isn't that like how that works? Well, I usually opt for the bra. <laughs> okay. Though I'm offered everything. Okay. So this uh, is a bad segue because we're about to talk about, well, okay. Uh, okay. Let's, okay. We're going to start somewhere different then. Let's start with the Joe Biden tweet. This is just a freaking, the, it's the most, this is. In some ways, he's almost as funny on Twitter as Trump was. This is <laughs> unintentionally, the only thing of course. You need to know. When my kids ask me someday, what was the Biden administration like? All they have all you have to do is send them this screenshot. Is read this. This is Joe. <laughs> I love that there's a whole bunch of community notes on it yeah. now. I don't think it's really Joe Biden tweeting this, by the way. Well, it doesn't matter. It, that's I mean, even, I know. It's but yeah. The fact that it went past so many eyes. Yeah, to there's get a out team there. of people that came up with this. Yeah, that means and that- I think this has to do with what we've been talking about since Sunday when we watched the Sunday shows and mm-hmm. all those Democrats sat there and were like, the Biden administration really needs to pivot on this because the Bidenomics messaging is not working and he's not getting credit and Democrats aren't getting credit for all the great work we've done on the economy. And I think this is an attempt at changing up the we're so successful on the economy messaging. Doesn't it feel like that? Like they're trying to shift their tone to seem like more like they're doing something on the economy yes of course of course yeah this is it's somehow worse than the bidenomics messaging i I don't understand i don't get it like you you're still running on the economy because it's the economy stupid americans feel it's the economy stupid means if the economy's good that's good for the incumbent and if it's bad then that's bad for the Incoming. So here's okay. a Joe Biden tweet. Let me be clear. This is a already a bad start. <laughs> Isn't you know, that kind of an I, Obama go-to? Well, Obama, John Kerry, would you say, no, listen, listen, no, hold on, hold on, well, hold on. And they clear the deck of any of your thoughts or whatever and put on mm-hmm. a statement. It strengthens the statement that it stands alone on its own right. pillar. Let me be clear to any corporation. By the way, this is so sinister. Let me be clear to any corporation that hasn't brought their prices back down, even as inflation has come down, it's time to stop the price gouging. Give American consumers a break. The <laughs> the utter like, irresponsible, dangerous scapegoating mm-hmm. is incredible. It's also totally economically illiterate. Because, first of all, it suggests that inflation is something other than the prices being high. That it's some magical economic force and that, you know, that companies raising prices is something other than inflation. Inflation just means how much prices went up. Right? So there's no, like, the prices keep going up even though inflation is down. Well, that's all inflation is, is prices going up. That's what it well, means. It's a measure of prices going up. Well, uh, I don't even... You so, even saying that is giving it too much credit. Any corporation <laughs> that hasn't brought their prices back down? <laughs> F you! Do you understand the pressures that these corporations are? And to call it price gouging? I would I would effing impeach this guy again for this. I'd be seven impeachments in, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. You talking the the American private sector telling them to stop price gouging? You stop price gouging, you POS. Yeah, stop screwing up the economy. Stop printing money. Right. Price gouging? You just a caller friend of the show has had $100,000 of college cleared. Didn't ask for it. Just got a thing from the Department of Education. Can guess what? We took care of it. F you price gouging. You piece of shit. This is freaking incredible. Well, yeah, and I for sure know people. I'm sure you know people, and I'm sure there are plenty of listeners to your show that have businesses that sell stuff, whether goods or services. And to be told, like, stop price gouging, jerks. I fixed the inflation. Now it's on you. 
it's a tampering that this guy has done is incredible. It's if so you, insulting. Yeah, and if you, uh, you know, Connecticut went down yesterday. The the um, EV mandates mm-hmm. uh, down. Uh, today, New Jersey went down, and now the uh, auto dealers, the automakers, are starting to tell uh, the truth about stuff. There's a glut of EV cars out there. They're stacking up in dealerships. They can't move the things. This was it reported a- on on the Burn Barrel podcast yep. months ago. The huge number of days of supply of EVs sitting on lots. Um, I forget if it was a caller to one of the shows or a voicemail message someone left or or what. Or, you know, someone talking to us in person, as I suppose people also do. Somebody was saying that... They were at a dealership buying a car, and the person said, oh, don't even look at the EVs. They're junk. Don't bother. Like The salesperson. I had a guy call in today, a sales guy from an mm-hmm. auto dealership. They can't get rid of the EVs. They're, they can't move them. They need the space, literally. A guy came in. They moved one. A guy came in who had a Dodge Bolt already. Right. So he was looking to switch, and they say, okay, there's one. This, we can convert this guy. So into- do all the people who want to mandate EVs for other people, oh, all the cars need to be EVs by 2035, do they realize that this is America, and it's a free country, and they can go into car dealerships and buy EVs all day long if they want to? Right. Well, uh, oh, it's not available. That, but, it, you know, <laughs> the Connecticut right legislature right <laughs> is mandated, is part of the people who love this idea of mandating these EVs. And uh, one of our listeners, a friend of the show, mm-hmm. has been digging up information and none of them have EVs. Right. This is like the magic wand theory of governance where, you know, Joe Biden has been granted a magic wand to magically make the corporations lower their prices for consumers where, you know, the Connecticut legislature has been magically granted a magic wand where they can just bippity boppity boo and make the electric cars meet people's needs. You know what? We'll just mandate it. And then the companies will rise to the occasion and somehow make electric cars that people want to buy. Like if they knew companies like selling stuff. So if they knew how to make electric cars that people wanted to buy, I'm sure they'd already be making them. In fact, they're making way too many electric cars that people don't want to buy in 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 response in large part to a lot of the incentives that the federal government already puts on electric vehicles right. and stuff. So the idea that you can have the government demand something and the world will just line up to that is that's how Democrats think that governing works. Yeah, it's so and, incredible. But I think it's part it, of like it's part of protest culture, like because you're seeing this too with the Palestine Gaza stuff. There's a bunch of leftist protesters who are like, "But we've tied ourselves to everything, and we've yelled and screamed, and we've thrown red paint over monuments dedicated to Jewish people, and we're, you know, we're doing everything, and somehow there's still not a ceasefire. What do we have to do? Like, well, the real world is out here, and it doesn't respond to you." just throwing a tantrum the real world prices don't respond to biden going on twitter and saying you guys better lower prices see look i did something i'm presidenting it doesn't work that way right the the realities about electric vehicles don't realign themselves because the connecticut legislature says so this is just how this works governance has to respond to the world as it is not the world as democrats wish that it were you know, there's no rule saying that the government of Israel has to listen to American college students. It doesn't work like this. But progressives have been raised to believe somehow that if they kick and scream and cry enough and make the right posters and sit in in the right office, that the world is going to change to suit them. Right. It doesn't work like that. You can't protest your way or demand your way or legislate your way towards a different version of reality. It's just not possible. You're not God. To tell the private sector that they're price gouging, after you created the elements that require them to raise prices that they desperately don't want to raise, Mm -hmm. they want, um, you know, Philadelphia cream cheese wants to move a lot of cream cheese. Yeah. It's so freaking perfect, perfect. this guy's a POS, this administration blows, suck. Um, Let me tell you one thing. Talking about the hostages, a tiny thing I I love is this little tweet showing um, that girl Emily Mm -hmm. holding up her kidnapped poster. Yeah. She's holding up her own poster and she's smiling, looking at it for whatever reason. 
who I assume that she's starting to become alive again. But it's a it's a kind of a beautiful picture. And the tweeter, Aviva Klompas, do you follow her? Has been great. Uh, I've she's been a, I think she's tweets. an Israeli. She she so the girl's holding up her picture, looking at herself in the mirror, and it's, mm-hmm. it's smiling. And the tweet is a great tweet. It says, "I hope every horrible person who tore down her poster sees this." It's a great point. So people t- tore down this poster of this little girl, thought they were cool and useful. Sick freaks. By the way, if anyone is still confused about who are the good guys between Hamas and Israel, um, there's. Two chunks of news today. One is that um, Hamas has claimed responsibility for an attack at a bus station in Israel where a gunman mowed down a bunch of civilians, including a pregnant woman. There were two of them there. Uh, Two gunmen, I I guess. This video. Um, So, yeah, I have tried, attempted not to see it because I can't take how dark Twitter is sometimes. I just really... Some of this stuff is so disturbing. So then um, that Bebus family... That yes. Bethany Mandel's been tweeting about so much that that's the ten month old baby hostage and his four year old older brother older brother and their mom and dad have all been hostages. Hamas is now returning the mom and the two children dead. So that's part of their latest hostage list. And Israel's not pleased about this, obviously. But they're claiming that they died in an Israeli air airstrike, which even if it's true, which I highly doubt. Well, still their stupid well, fault. Well, but here's the thing. You, in, in this, this Viva Klompas, I think she's the one who's mm-hmm. who mentioned that that can't possibly be true because the ceasefire happened. They said they sold them two days ago. Right. Ceasefire has been in place. So they're obviously lying. The father's yeah. been begging. They've told a series of three lies. Now they're releasing videos where the father, presumably at gunpoint, has to Sorry. say that he's upset about uh, the Israeli airstrike giant quotation marks the israeli airstrike killing his wife and two sons which of course uh, one assumes is not true because you can't believe anything hamas says so anyway that's hamas happy ceasefire you guys i hope you're all proud of advocating for the ceasefire so so that hamas could do stupid these are connecticut college kids this is a wrap from fox 61 this is yesterday the students here tell me it was really Different important colleges. for them to all be together at the exact same time at all different universities and schools across Connecticut, telling me it was a beautiful and powerful moment. A moment of silence Wednesday afternoon for the people of Palestine. As students from seven Connecticut colleges and universities gathered to show solidarity and support. And we're all doing the same thing, even if we're doing it differently. At the end of the day, we're calling for the same thing. The main goal for these students, an immediate ceasefire in the ongoing war. In this context. By the way, yesterday there was a ceasefire. Right. It was broken today. Just like there was a ceasefire on October 6th. Also, the word ceasefire in this context means Israel doesn't get to do anything to Hamas and Hamas gets to kill civilian Israelis and rape them and behead them and set them on fire and kidnap them and use them as hostages and torture them and everything else. That's Hamas gets to do ceasefire means Hamas gets to do all of that. And Israel can't do anything about it because colonizers. I also, by the way, heard somebody I don't shoot. I don't remember where it was. Somebody was saying that like, oh, well, the Israelis also use the slogan from like the Jordan to the sea, meaning the Jordan River to the sea. And how come it's not genocide when they say it? Because you guys, Israel is an existing country that is located between the river to the sea. So if Israel says that they are from the river to the sea, they're talking about an existing reality. If you say that you want something else to be from the river to the sea instead of the country that's there right now, then you mean you want to get rid of the country, which is genocidal. So I can't take the stupid backwards upside down logic that everybody has about this. (laughs) Hamas. We're not only calling for like five days, two days, we're calling for a permanent one. So that's, that's the, that would be the difference between the one that's happening right now and what we're calling for. I'm grieving the loss of people who could do so much more with their life and how it's cut short, regardless of where they are. At Yale, students painted red Yale. teardrops onto a canvas, sitting around a banner with the names of Palestinians killed. We gather in silence to stand for peace and ceasefire in Gaza. Students at the University of New Haven held signs and gave speeches. People who want peace uh, should not... just demand that Hamas surrender. That's the easy well, well, answer here. This nope. is nice and simple. It's not about You peace. could have the terrorists 
go away. That, you know, you could have the terrorist threat end and let Israel actually occupy Gaza or an international coalition or whatever you want to have there that's going to stop terrorism from being there. But if you have a whole region run by terrorists who want to kill you, you you can't continue to sit there and let them just do this with total impunity. It's they insanity. Not, it's insane. Remember, this isn't... They were all celebrating the moment the attack happened. So this is as a result yeah. of the attack. Then held signs and gave speeches. It's not a Muslim issue. It's not a Palestinian issue. It is a human issue. Freaking moron. I want all these colleges to go up, belly belly up. Uh, I, I, I just wish I could just inhabit the bodies of the parents of these kids so I could tell them that you're done with college right now. Because these effing morons are going to be decision makers. These effing foolish morons. We are human at the end of the day. I don't want to fight anyone. I don't want this to seem as if I'm antagonizing someone of a certain ethnic background. We just want this to end. And I hope those... We just want you to stop causing the terrorists any pain and grief. That's what we'd like. Stop putting pressure on the people that are, you know, trying to behead babies and kill them and kidnap them and use them as bargaining chips to get terrorists released from prison. This is Yale. It, I just want it to end. It, how much critical thinking is that? Oh, oh, you mean it? Oh, we didn't know that was an option. Okay. We I just want it to end. Uh. Those in Palestine feel their support. Although the people of Palestine can't see all the action that's happening because their internet's cut off and because they're basically cut off from the world. Wow, Israel cut off their internet. Can you imagine that? Hmm. That they feel the ummah, the community, be stronger and the grow ummah. every day. Um, I still feel like in spite of all of this, things... By the way, the show, the B-roll is showing... Is that girl Muslim? The yeah, I guess so. Ummah girl? Okay. The B-roll is showing um, the red teardrops being painted. Like, Fox 61 is all in on this. They're so excited. So bizarre. Can get better. And they will get better. Um, you just have to believe. Jesus. No. These students tell me this. they're calling on elected officials to push for this change. Earlier this week, Connecticut's Senator Chris Mur Damn it. Let me wonder if there's another version. Because the version I had is was there was more to this. Um including uh some more sign it was basically uh, basically river into the sea stuff forget it we, anyway we hear it enough i don't want to get anybody more angry than we already are um but um yeah so that's uh happening now and these uh, oh yeah this is my feeling is this because a lot of these people are adamant that uh oh yeah it said the martyrs stay we stand with the martyrs that we stand with the martyrs and a lot of this is said uh, a lot of these college kids mm-hmm if you're in, this is my hope that they're already swept away with this pro Hamas feeling. It's like kids, you know, would wear Che Guevara hats. You know, oh my goodness, something heroic's happening with the martyrs, right. with the resistance against the colonizers. If they're already willing to go out in public and do this and rip down little pictures of little kids who've been kidnapped or murdered, this and that, then I think that they're they're supporting the cause. They're supporting Hamas. I honest and I I mean this, Alice. I would love for somehow us to provide transportation for them to go to Gaza, oh and yeah, join Hamas totally. and take up the arms against the colonizers. I would be all for. I would love that. I'm sorry, I'm not supposed to want my own country. I'm in debt, but somebody should, some Republican should promise yeah. to provide transportation on the Grab Republican side. Get, get down there, Harvard students. That's fantastic. Fight the Intifada. Go ahead. Freaking. <sighs> some more musk should we play some more of this new musk um sure yeah so this is all from this interview where he uh told the advertisers to gfy but there there were a bunch of there's a bunch of good parts to this but this was tesla another one that i happened across to, sorry tesla has done more to help the environment than uh, all other companies combined it would be fair to say that Therefore, as a leader of the company, I've done more for the environment than everyone else, any single human on Earth. How do you feel about that? No, I, no, how do I feel about that? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm asking you personally how you feel about that, because this goes, we're talking about power and influence and... I'm and saying, I'm saying what, I, what I care about is the, the reality of goodness, not the perception of it. And what I see all over the place is people who care about looking good while doing evil. Fuck Ooh. them. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. He says Tesla has done more to help the environment. I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I, and I and I stepped on him right when I needed to too. Yeah. The other um, audio that's out there that is uh, just incredible is Portnoy. This is just a couple hours ago. Um, taking on big tech and YouTube essentially. So interesting developments in the. In this sort of like big tech should, should internet we tell the censorship. Or should Portland do, no, so well, this is about. He'll explain what happens here, but um, Barstool but Radio, Barstool, Barstool Sports is Barstool having Sports. a Survivor takeoff thing that they have. Yeah, it's a it's a reality it's a reality game show with the personalities. The reason we're aware of it, of course, is because uh, Kirk Menahan is on it, and um, it got quite a lot of views yesterday or whichever day that was earlier this week mm-hmm. because the new episode that was out a couple days ago, um, Kirk blows up on everybody essentially and right there's blows up on everybody and he wishes for somebody's house to be burned down or bombed etc jeff delo's house to be blown up which is yes. a, it's a very standard kirk minahan um uh jab that, that wishing allowed for this type and i believe he wished after all our animals get killed that and the family get killed that one of our children would die yes but i believe the house gets burned down on that one too probably yeah which is uh which is not a problem Hopefully, the sooner rather than later, but with nobody in it. All right, real quick surviving Barstool update. Um, if you're looking for this on YouTube, we had to pull the episodes. I got a call like, I don't know, 25, 30 minutes ago from Gaz with our YouTube liaison. And YouTube was basically like, you're getting strikes because, what, I don't know, Minahan's threatening to blow up Jeff D. Lowe's house and <laughs> who knows. So they're like, violence, blah, blah. Listen, I'm not changing the f-ing episodes. I know what's coming. If they need us to edit that, you gotta edit a bunch of shit. No, no, no. This is Barstool. We're doing our fucking way. Fuck you too. If they're not smart enough yeah, to actually watch a reality show and realize what's going on, fine, whatever. So we're not putting it on YouTube anymore. Does it hurt us distribution? Yeah, obviously. Um, the past three episodes are gonna go live on Barstool TV. I know a lot of people may whine. The future episodes are going to go pay-per-view, $9.99. We're setting it up now. You get the whole season. I think there's six more episodes, live finale, 10 bucks. I think if you've watched it, you'll admit it's worth the price. we got to make up the money. By the way, they, good on the rapid reaction team at Barstool yes. for making chicken salad out of this. I mean, well done. That we're going to lose with all that shit. Shout out Factor, by the way, for letting us do it, because they obviously thought it would be on YouTube as well. But listen. The show is the f***ing show, and I would rather eat my f***ing insides and smash my dick with a hammer than have to change the f***ing show Maybe I will to make YouTube happy about Sorry. something. Like, some of the brain just watch it. Be like, it's a reality show, okay? It's f***ing not real. Whatever it is, what it is. Um, so that's the update. I'm not sure when the first three episodes will end up on Barstool TV. I think they're on Twitter at some point. Also, if Elon Elon wants to cut me a check, I'll do that too. Uh, But yeah, so that's the situation. As of now, the next episode, which airs Monday, will be pay-per-view for the season. Ten bucks. Not that much money. Win-win. you, YouTube. So there you go. Obviously, in the comments, the head of Rumble has already reached out asking Portnoy to DM. Everybody's rapid reaction team is um, out there. Here we go. Yeah. So, I mean, and I think Barstool is a big enough deal where if they... By the way, I want to find the bitchy person who reported them. We have peace POS you get. It could be that or it could be YouTube uses a lot of... I mean, they create transcripts of everything. You know what I mean? Like they can hear, they can tell what the words say. That's how they're so good at recommending related videos and stuff and how they can immediately tell if you have any copyrighted content. They comb through that audio and look for violations automatically. So who knows how it went? I mean, although if the threats thing, if that were automatic, you would think that like KMS would be taken down every week. Wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. but Or maybe they've cracked down on it or something. Or maybe that just had more views and got more scrutiny. I don't know. Or somebody could have reported it, I suppose. But yeah, good for Pornoy. Good for Barstool. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, I'm like not changing it or editing it, trying to adjust or whatever. But um, I think, what's that? It's uh, this incredible, freaking, incredible tweet from UN Women. Okay. This is United Nations Women, UN Women. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the graphic just said, I've never been violent to women, in quotes. Violence against women comes in many forms, yada, yada, yada. And they have the they have a three bullet points under the tweet from UN Women. It says, mm-hmm. catcalling her is violence. Stalking her is violence. Forbidding her from going back to work is violence. <laughs> Can Bethany, you Bethany Mandel for- t- tweets out there, I genuinely think they're trolling us with brutal rapes of Israeli women and their refusal to give any bleeps whatsoever about them. Can you please forbid me from going back to work? But can you imagine that with what's happening in Israel? Not just nothing? Yeah. Um, wow. I, the UN is so terrible. The UN's so bad. Um, ah, before we go to the, I want to hear uh, Tyler Fisher's Ben Shapiro impression. Oh, it's really, it's really good. This is really a promo for the Lady Ballers movie that comes out tomorrow. But it is, uh, it is a good Ben Shapiro impression. So. Hey, what's up, guys? I am going to show you how to do the best Ben Shapiro impression. So first, you want to just start speeding up your voice like this, like maybe plug your nose a little bit. He's a little nasally, and then maybe tilt your head down, and here we go. And now we're locked in. And you really want to speed it up, like, really fast. If you think it's fast, go as fast as humanly possible. And you want to cut to sponsorships. You want to do sponsors every five <laughs> seconds. There we go. And now I'm going to show you, like, the most important part, and this is the part that you really need to pay attention. But first, Lady Ballers is coming out Friday night, that's the real Eastern. Shapiro. And you have to be an annual subscriber. Go check it out right now. Annual subscriptions. New annual subscription. 50% off. Lady Ballers. This guy's in it. Okay, that was pretty good, but really not as good as mine. So you really want to go a lot faster than that, because I don't know what that guy was doing, but you really got to speed it up as fast as humanly possible. We're Tyler Fisher guys. Yeah, we like Tyler Fisher. Um, we are going to go watch the movie, right? Yeah. I'm excited to watch Lady Ballers tomorrow. Tonight is the DeSantis-Gavin Newsom debate. Mm. which sadly doesn't matter but that's wait, at 9 p.m if you're, i mean i suppose in a sense it matters more than the republican primary debates that don't have trump in them yeah <laughs> I mean, Maybe. just because there's probably going to be a little bit more content there something i don't know we'll see i assume desantis uh, will be on point and make great I points i assume like... newsom will be on point make great points they're both really good at stuff like this so I kind of feel like before we go um, to the chat chat, we've got to, and we go. I, I have just, to we, tell a story. Yeah, too. we got to play this Thomas Friedman thing with uh, Anderson Cooper. Tom okay, Friedman I didn't see of this. New York Times. Okay. Here's Tom Friedman of the New York Times. Um, Lupin, New York Times columnist, pushes Israel to give free pass to Hamas terrorists. Remember, Friedman's a really brilliant thinker. A thinker, right? Isn't he somebody like helping Biden with uh, foreign policy, too? I'm not sure. I think we really need to be talking about a conclusion. You know, maybe Israel um, says, look, you know, uh, the here's a, a free pass for all the Hamas leadership. Go to Turkey. Go to go to Qatar. Whoever wants to leave, do they want uh, turn in your weapons? Return the hostages. We'll give the Palestinian prisoners a release. I think we have to really get out of this ceasefire, no ceasefire, uh, and think about something that um, gets the Hamas leadership out there, puts in a new uh, Palestinian leadership in partnership with Arab countries gets reconstruction going, the World Bank. I just cannot imagine this going on um, for more months. And I can't imagine the United States um, and President Biden uh, being able to tolerate that politically. Why so would, yeah, and apparently also Blinken was in Israel. 
Blinken was in Israel. Yeah, the Israeli press is reporting that. You said you have two weeks or whatever. To, you have weeks, not months, and you need to wrap this you. up and blah, 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 blah. And apparently he told them this, like, how long is this going to take? And the whole um, cabinet told him as long as it takes. There good, isn't, good. We, don't, we don't have Agree a to time them. limit. I mean, they're most, a lot of them are holed up in you know nice hotels in, in Doha. And even the ones in Gaza... Uh, I mean, they're the ones who perpetrated this terror attack on, on October 7th. W- w- what's in it for them in that, beyond their well, personal survival? Yeah, yeah I, I would just, what's in it for them is the, obviously the survival of the so many people in Gaza, so many Palestinians. They don't care about that. Right. We, we know that this guy's an effing fool. These leftists are fools. Yeah. They're fools. They well, yeah, they it. think that the goal of Hamas is for like people in Gaza to live a better, freer life, which it they is don't, not. You know what it is? I think they think that they think like them. Yeah. Like Americans. They don't have the same values. They don't give a flying F. <laughs> well, yeah. Which is so, I mean, maybe it's just we lead too coddled an existence and we're too far from death and destruction and evil. You know, the everyday evil that people used to face back when, like, the Roman Empire or Hitler or whoever was roaming the earth, that it doesn't occur to us that sometimes people don't think like us. Right. And part of it, I think, is just a whole, it's another, like, version of radical chic. Mm -hmm. Wow, they're so interesting. These militant Hamas people. Wow. Aren't they interesting? Yes, they're interesting. The intelligentsia from the Tom Wolf stuff when they invite them all over, right? Mm-hmm. They care about them. They never would have started this war. Right. I mean, isn't martyring, their- isn't having civilians killed sort of part of their, part of the the plan? Yeah, that may be, but I, I think- Tom Frieden is a dumb human being. <laughs> he is. I think that they're in a position now where um, uh, they have visited so much destruction on their people um, uh, for now so little I think they uh, have to, in their own minds, be thinking about how do we show something for this? If they can pull off a giant release of all 6,000 uh, you know, Palestinian prisoners in Israeli jails for the hostages, a kind of all for all, at least they'd have... You heard that right. So the terrorist criminals who kill Israeli people. There was one that, uh, I don't know, somebody famous that I don't care about was had tweeted it on her Instagram um, maybe one of the Hadid sisters, because they're all into that. Yes. Um, but like, oh, this poor little Palestinian prisoner that was released, he was only 13 years old when he was put into an Israeli jail in solitary confinement. Yeah, that's because he and his cousin stabbed another, stabbed an Israeli 13-year-old who was just riding his bike down the street in a knife terror attack and stabbed somebody else as well. I, I mean, like, what? So this guy Friedman wants to give back... All of the prisoners who went through the judicial system right, of Israel. for hostages, not just uh, animals right. give us our hostages. This is insane. Can These are who's living in brownstones hardened, in Manhattan. Can you free all the hardened criminals that want to kill you in exchange for the people that the hardened criminals who want to kill you uh, just kidnapped and tortured? Can you do that for us so that we have more of them now so we can come back and do this again? Something to show Madness. for that terrible destruction that they have uh, invited on their population. So I, I have a feeling they have to be thinking about a lot of this. This ceasefire wouldn't have lasted this long, Anderson, if all they were doing is just getting ready for the next round. But who knows? Maybe they are. I, I, I don't claim to have any particular insight. But just You're the feel, foreign policy guy from the New York Times. feels like the chemistry around uh. the story is changing. And I think the, as we approach the end of this ceasefire... And we contemplate a resumption of this war with the terrible uh, human cost that would be, with the uncertainty of victory for Israel. Uh, I, I think there's going to be some fresh thinking here. I, I sure hope there will be. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't understand how Israel goes into, as you said, Han Yunus and into the South, where hundreds of thousands of people have been told to go. I mean, how they go into the South is that they go into the South. They get 300,000 troops and they pour in. That's how they go in. And they go in and they kill all the Hamas. That's what they right. do. Holy frig. And then once that's done, then we can discuss how we're going to set up for the future. But yeah, no, the, I mean, the Hamas people just don't think like Western people do. They they have different priorities and a different mindset and view of the world and particularly of Israel. All right, Albie. Uh, okay, so... I want to see if you can guess this because okay. um, as we've talked about our eight-year-old 
talking to him is like a pop quiz every day like just with repeated questions a lot of which you don't understand don't know the answers to you might have no idea what he's talking about and this happened to me yesterday he asks me what an ease alarm is what an ease alarm is an ease alarm Um, so is that easel, is that part of his easel downstairs? No, an ease alarm. And I was like, a niece alarm? An ease alarm? What are you, and I said, like, where did you see that? And he said, I, I don't know where I saw it, of course. Right. Because he's worried he's going to be in trouble for looking at something yes. he's not supposed to look at. I'm like, where did you see it? I don't know. I don't know. It's okay if you don't know what it is. He says to me, I'm like, no, I mean, I don't. I just have no idea what you're talking about. What does it do? Like, what is it? And he said, I'm not sure what it does. I was hoping you would know. Maybe it wakes you up or tells you there's a fire or something. And I was like, an easel? That just sounds like a regular alarm. Like, why is it an ease alarm? Yes. And he goes, I don't know. He goes, I guess I'll just wonder forever. <laughs> Which made me laugh. Finally, I go, well, how is it spelled, ease alarm? And he said it's spelled E A S. How does he know about E A S? <laughs> I don't know how he knows about it. But yes, I said, oh, that's the emergency alert system. That's when everybody gets. Where's, where did you <laughs> see that? I mean, people get E A S, like the cell phone alarms and stuff, right? Maybe his iPad gets it. I don't know, but I can't believe you didn't ask. <laughs> we have some questioning. We have to, to do. ask him more questions. Um, yeah, no, he didn't know where he saw it, he said, but okay. but it's an ease alarm. <laughs> it's not bad, but I would, yeah, I mean, I thought of EAS, I did, but I thought it would come in as a test, that's how I know it, but not as an alarm, but uh, an we're going to ask him where he saw this. <laughs> Why would he not give us that information? Like, I saw it on my iPad. He doesn't know. He says he doesn't know where he saw it. He just oh, wanted to know what it is. It's not something that he could have pressed. No. So this isn't the SOS thing that I've no, hit no, before, no. so the cops have showed up here. No, yeah, that's annoying when phones are equipped with the emergency 911 dial and the kids hit it by accident. It's a problem. Um, okay, my my serial story is this. This is, this is not a riddle or anything, but it's an observation, and it shows, it, it shows the difference in generations. So Cyril was talking to me yesterday about, while well, he was in the passenger seat, about how uh, my beard and how furry I am and looking at all my white hairs. Mm -hmm. And he said, yeah. Um, he said, yeah, I can even see a white nose hair you have <laughs> without zooming in. <laughs> and I said, really? Without zooming in? He said, yeah, I was zoomed out and I could still see it. <laughs> Is that interesting? It's like everything them because in Roblox or all the stuff they play zoom online, in, zoom you out. zoom in, you zoom out. Like right now, you're I'm zoomed out and I can see you. I could zoom in, I guess. All right, what's uh, the hot sauce, Allison? The hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline where you can leave a chat chat message for the show. Anonymous naming convention. Hey, Colin, when it comes to the burn barrel of the All You Can Eat podcast, I think the proper words that you may want to consider saying right now are, Steve was right. <laughs> oh, well, he's... Uh, okay, so I've, I invited Steve and Danny from Bill Bricka. Did you see his outfit today? I haven't seen that yet. I'm on yesterday's. I miss yesterday's, okay. totally. Okay. So, uh, but I will tonight. Um... um so, yeah, I said that while you were, like, laid up, that me and the guys would do the show. But the thing is that the hospital system is different than with midwives, where they would let Alice go hours after she had kids, and then she would be here but banged mm -hmm. up. There, me and Alice at the hospital, um, we had to stay over at the hospital, and it just threw off my schedule and her schedule. And then by the time we were here and settled, she was ready to do the podcast again. So that's my – well, I still do think it would be nice to have, like, a, a group – um, special podcasting we could do. Mm -hmm. We could do that. We could just uh, like shuffle through. <clears throat> I think it's a good idea. And then uh, all you can eat podcast, and we should have Steve on. We also was thinking about having another guest too. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Um, but I am all for that. And we we've just been flying by the seat of our pants. But Steve did say, uh, and we did. We were going to have a sit down over tripe. Yes. And that would be fun, obviously. And 
because tripe is fantastic. And, and then I don't have to... I, I can eat... Steve eats tripe. I'm not going to eat the tripe. Fairly similar. It's too bad, dude. I mean, you all you people who don't know tripe or don't love tripe, you're missing out. It's just a matter of you... That's the same reason. I mean, you're calibrated to not... To love stuff that's terrible, like me, and like the food you love. <laughs> but Which is good for me, but I just feel bad for your palate. Dr. Cheswick, Gumara. Tom, it's Guma. Guma, okay. Guma. I got my wife, then there's my Guma. Wives, I take out Friday night. My Guma, I take out Saturday night. Don't you? Can I tell you about Nice, Boston in 1994? The boys uh, from the Hyatt, who I worked with, these were all Italian Mm -hmm. guys. That uh, one of the guys, her name was Gerard, with an Italian last name. Mm-hmm. And um, they all they all liked me, but they 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 knew I wasn't a threat of taking their women. They knew they could they beat the crap out of me if they needed to. So they hung out with me. They liked me because I was like, I I I didn't speak like them, and they were amused by me. So they took me out. They decided that they were going to create a mafia. Gerard and his buddies. I I met him. I met with his cousins. They're like, yeah, we'll do this. We'll hit up stuff. We'll and I'm like, and they decided since I was not a useful muscle. <laughs> and I had no skills that I would be the Tom Hayden character. So mm-hmm. I'd be the conciliary. In other words, I'd speak to civilized people. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Never came together. Uh, I believe everybody, including me, was eventually fired. But I was fired from that, as a matter of fact. Did you watch The Sopranos? Yes, I do. Haven't you ever seen it? I've been rewatching The he Sopranos. He doesn't understand the words in it. I don't understand some of those words. I like all the words. Believe me, I looking at some of the physiques on those dudes, I would fit right in. Oh, I still think about Italian food. We've got a we've got a whole bunch of ricotta cheese downstairs in the fridge. I just wish if somebody could tell me right now that I have terminal cancer and I'm going to die tomorrow, I would rock the holy crap out of some pasta with that ricotta and and uh, and and sauce. I, I love. I am. I am a lot of aholics. I am first and foremost a pasta aholic. I would rock that and have morning, noon, and evening every day of my life. Come on. Yeah. Get into the spirit of this thing, will you? I'm not sure I'm so culturally appropriate. I do love Italians and Italian food. Also, I know what Steve from Gloucester was talking about when uh, he said you kind of invited him on your show when Alice was about to have Peter Rabbit. Yep. Mm. You discussed maybe having some guests on and getting some folks into your studio. Um, you mentioned Steve from Gloucester. Mm-hmm. You even mentioned me. So yeah. I'm not hurt by it. I, I understand. Well, we wouldn't have you in the studio because that would require us to clean the house, which unless we can somehow, so Cherry Picker can drop you off through the second floor window over here and do that. You know, you get a little busy when the wife's giving birth yeah. and uh, you have to manage four other monsters. So anyway, <laughs> it's Guma. Guma. Get it straight. And get her a nice Christmas gift this year, you Guma. But she'll then call your wife and tell you, you know, that you're cheating on her. Yeah, unfortunately, I, my wife is my guma. That sucks. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Sorry. If I brought home mafia money, I think you'd probably be happier to look the other way. Is that true or false? I mean. See the hesitation? <laughs> I'm so almost greenlit. Just get me a gig doing something. Why don't you bring home the mafia money first and then we'll talk about what, what's on the table. Wouldn't that be fun? You helping me pick out a guma? <laughs> Why would I help you? What about because it's just a guma? <laughs> you're the primary. I'll get you a nice piece of jewelry, right? Shut you up, right? <laughs> is, that, is that right, guys? Uh, coaching at hearts. Ooh. Hey, Tom and Alice. Hey, big news! Big news Ooh. out of IU. IU football. They have hired coach Signetti. He he. Has a winning record. Was an assistant to Alex, Nick. If you were to guess between zero and three hundred, how many IU football games have you seen? <laughs> I suppose it's possible that one may have been on in like a bar TV somewhere where we were on a Saturday, and I didn't know. Saban during those dominant Alabama years. Um, things are looking up for the IU football program. You know if. He takes them to a bowl game and they win one. That's considered a great contract, a great hire. Also, I saw um, Anthony Cumia. He had uh, oh. quadruple bypass. Oh, did he really? Wow, surgery. Um, and from what I, I heard from him was that they they like uh, 
sliced with a with a saw that like that middle bone where the ribs are. I yeah. guess it's the sternum. And then they just had a device and it uh, spread out the ribs and everything. Right. And they put like stents in and all that. And I was like, oh my God. It sounds horrifying. Scary stuff. So I'm hoping Tom doesn't, doesn't get one of those. Yeah. All right. Remember yeah. your doctor in Melrose? Oh, yeah. Yeah. When he was telling you about things you could get and you were like, you need to scare me. Can you tell me I'm going to have a heart attack? And he said, well, you're going to have a heart attack. Oh, yeah. No, he was like, <laughs> no, it's, it's already. He's like, I didn't know I had to tell you. That. You're probably having a heart attack. It's a matter of fact. Yeah, he was a good, funny guy. Um, yeah, uh, that's a bizarre call, Justin. But I like that. That you'd, be, you'd actually be good at KMS. That, that that's very good. Uh, so we don't watch college football uh, here. But congratulations! Yes, I'm happy IU. for you. Absolutely. Um, um, Sounds I, good. Alice used to have an IUD. Oversharing. <laughs> um, and as far as Anthony Cumia. I, I kind of like where his politics are. I don't like how he seems to be um, racially tinged a lot. Um, I, I've heard him interview some people, and it's pretty funny at interviewing. I was never an opening Anthony guy. I was always pretty much a talk radio guy, so I didn't mm. like stunts and all that crap. I, I, I didn't like Stern too much either. I was just... By the way, we lost Shane McGowan and Henry Kissinger. Both. Yeah. I was honestly I'm astonished he lived to be 65. Oh yeah, an amazing feat! Amazing feat! That's a, like in. It's a total win. Yeah, yeah, total. The only guy I saw them him twenty five years ago at the at the what was it the Fla Festival F E L F L E A D Festival Dropkick Murphys there. Mm-hmm. This is where I drank Hootie and Go uh, uh, Blowfish's beers and then mm-hmm. went into a among small groups of people. Well, Alice, I'm a big leader, so there's only four of us. Me. Himself, that's Ronan Sweeney, um, my then girlfriend, Pres- um, Supple, and then Ronan's girlfriend. And I marched, we marched, snuck right around to the back where all the trailers were, mm-hmm. saw one that said Hootie and the Blowfish. I went right in, we went in there, there was no Hootie or Blowfish in the trailer, and we drank all the beer. Uh, and then went out, and then Shane McGowan, and, the, and it wasn't the Pogues then, but it was Shane McGowan, his band started playing. Mm-hmm. He hadn't shown up. The Stretch Limo, which was like outdated for even that time, comes up. Two people carry him on stage. He is slumped over, just dead. And uh, and the guy was with Ronan, who loves the Pogue, said, yeah, that's how he arrives at every place. He's like, he's like, he's obliterated every moment. And they put him up there, and they, and they held held him, and he, they held him under the mic stand, and he was wobbling and moving and this and that. The music is playing, and he goes right into the song, and he's doing well. He does the song well. Like, he can do that. He's trained his muscle memory to do that. I'm sure he had no memory of any of his gigs. At some point, he had a problem with his bassist and went to attack him. Yeah, somebody on Twitter was saying that they read a review of one of their concerts like 30 years ago, and the reviewer said it was uncomfortable watching somebody clearly like in the middle of killing himself. Oh, he was, and uh, was, he was bleep- and that was thirty years ago. So, oh yeah, he was absolutely bleep faced, but but he didn't look good, even when you saw like him on documentaries or anything. No, he didn't he look good then. He, was missing, he had no teeth or anything. But but he um, but 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 the guy I was with said, yeah, this is like there's a really good chance he's not going to show up. He just didn't show. Up. He was a, he was a rolling client cluster bleep, but a very talented guy, and the music is great, and the pogues are great. Um, but the, uh, yeah, I mean, what are you going to say? What are you going to say? Kissinger? I mean, I know you like to call him a baby killer, Alice, you know? I, uh, I think he's a fascinating guy. I think he's pretty interesting. Yeah, so do I. I think he's, and, yeah, I don't think any of us considering he's a baby killer. Although he did bomb the crap out of Vietnam, but in war, it sometimes, war happens. Why we try to avoid it, ideally. Which is why just four years ago, we didn't, we weren't involved in any. Hey, guys, uh. Just wanted to thank Tom for the 20-minute monologue on the dying radio industry. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe next week, Tom, you could speak to repairing the canvas on covered wagons. Uh, Well, I have no direct affiliation with covered wagons, but I have been. If you needed somebody to repair the canvas on your covered wagon, Tom would not be the person to call. That's correct. correct. (laughs) The other thing, of course, is we have Steve from Gloucester, big dog, and you're into a spot on your show. By touting his KMS appearances, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the burn barrel world will be fine without Steve. So uh, I would say 
just let Steve call in on the chat chat and uh, he doesn't need to be a, a full participant in, uh, in your show. Uh, that's all. Uh, Thanks for all you do. Appreciate the show. Thank you. My pleasure. Wow, Alice. Unrest. Check on Steve from Gloucester. Wow. Unrest. Fuzzle. Oh, I'm calling to rent about Eversource. It charged me too much money. $204.51. And here's how you break this down. Supply, $48. Transmission, $14.44. So total transmission, $14.44. Oh, my goodness. Fixed monthly charge, $9.62. No yeah, we don't see our Eversource bill. We get a recording telling us our stuff is about to be shut off. That's our bill. Sometimes those are a scam. Delivery improvement, $4.28. Local delivery, $20.51. Yeah, it's a racket, man. It's a racket, and we'll see. We'll yeah, and there is no transparency. It's just no. all these... Little charges on the thing. You can't. Oh, yeah. Alice Shattuck is in on this. She knows what's going on with that stuff. Revenue decoupling. 28 <laughs> decoupling. cents. That's crazy. CTA minus 16 cents. Some total local delivery, 34.53. FMCC charge, $1.15. Combination public benefit charge, $5.24. Of course, why not? Subtotal public benefit, $6.39. Total current charges, $103.88. Here is their bill, $204.51. I know, man. I know. know. Only going to get better with the electric car. How beautiful is that? Revenue decoupling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry. it's We got to add that on revenue decoupling. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> it just is. Hi. Steve from Merrimack. Hey, Steve. Um, getting a little concerned for Steve's appearance on KMS tomorrow. Right. Uh, I've listened pretty intently. I'm a huge fan of the show as well, as is, you know, as Steve said he was. Sure. But it, I don't think Kirk has quite the patience for Steve that maybe he did recently. I'm not sure why. But, you know, it was funny hearing Steve talk about how the KMS show is his go-to and the burn barrel was, is his uh, mistress. Gumat, yes. And I just am wondering what Steve's opinion will be when Kirk eventually tears out his esophagus <laughs> on air and the Minifans disembowel him <laughs> online. <laughs> will it still be his favorite show? Because uh, I think that's going to well, happen. Apparently, you can just go report it to YouTube. I'm concerned that it's going to happen tomorrow. But. Uh, Wishing him luck, and uh, we're all awaiting his appearance. Yeah, bated breath. I agree with that. Anything could happen as long as you don't take it seriously. Because if you do, if you would, if you feel invested personally, I would think that then, then I can't imagine. I can't imagine when the when you disturb the hive and they're given the green light to eliminate you. That could be, that can be uh, tough. Um. Anyway, we'll check in on Steve tomorrow morning on KMS, obviously. Um, We are off this last show of the week until Sunday. We will be back. Uh, We will be watching Lady Ballers on Friday. There's a new food show out, the All You Can Eat podcast with Tom Shattuck. Go listen to that. that. If you want to join the Patreon for live live chats and everything, I'm trying to ignore you. you. Patreon.com slash burn barrel. barrel. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.